this is the Scum and Snake Fantasy Football Show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Snake, happy Tanker Rank Wednesday to you, my friend. Oh, man, I'm so excited. This is one of my funnest days of the week, doing this podcast for all of our friends, family, and listeners. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. It's a wonderful day. It's the league we love. It's the friends we love. Dare I say that we are thankful for all those people? That's what I was going to say. And you know what? We are. It's the season of thankfulness, the season of gratitude, the season of giving. So we're going to give you a great episode today, guys. That's right. We are going to be positive, upbeat, and joyful because we get to do the greatest job in the world, and that is entertain you. Woo! Sneak, I got a nonsense minute question for you, though, to start us off. Hit me, baby. And it's going to be one about our hopes and desires and dreams, maybe. I don't know. And now... I'm wondering if I may have asked this one before, but hey, who cares? It's been a long three years. Mm -hmm. If you could acquire one sports-related skill, what would it be? That, you know, do you want to throw a 100-mile-per-hour fastball? Do you want to learn how to pole vault? Uh, Do you want to run a 4-4-40? What, what's the thing you have to have one thing that you can gain athletically or, or sports skill related. The easiest question you've ever asked me. And that is to be able to dunk. That is my answer to, Oh, that's always been the dream. I just want to be able to throw down. I want to have my own dunk contest. I love getting on an eight foot rim and doing crazy things, but that's where I top out sadly. The best I've ever done is I've dunked on a nine and I just thought I was, I thought I was going to make it. All you need is one more foot after that. I've done. Believe it or not, that extra foot, those 12 inches. Oh boy. That's a, that's quite a ways to go. Maybe one day, maybe since we're doing our new training regimen, our new fitness endeavors and podcasts, maybe we can do it. I'm literally doing push-ups as we speak. See how I'm not even out of breath? All right, here. Let me do some squats. Here we go. All right, squats. Three. Five. All right, I just did five air squats. Had a boy. Hey, speaking of fitness, can I tell you about the training think tank? Ooh, the training think tank. That sounds like something that you're going to have all of the information on. The training think tank is a CrossFit affiliate located in Georgia. And the the reason I want to talk to you about them is because they offer different training programs that they will send you. So instead of us having to make our own workouts, we can get the basic fitness package for $39 a month. Not too bad. They'll send you workouts. And, you know, there's different paths. You can have a bodybuilding one. You can do endurance. You can do minimal equipment. Maybe that's the best one for us work from homers. But, yeah, the training think tank in Georgia, just a great tank available for your fitness needs. CrossFit tank. I mean, you're we're hitting all of the uh, topics of interest that the, all of our listeners are into. So I'm going to bring you back off of that. 
tank fact scum that you just brought up. And I'm going to say that sometimes uh, slang words are used in everyday life. And did you know, did you knew, man, remember that segment? Remember Johnny Smith? Oh, he was great. We were just in love with that guy. And we, anyway, I, I'm not going to digress. I still Uh, am. Get him, get him more zappy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. We're just forever indebted to the man. But some people, when they're like really big and buff and they've been going to this, this tank, think tank CrossFit place, sometimes they, they're called tanks themselves because they get to be so big and, and buff. So like, there's, there's another tank fact for you. Some people are called tanks when they like get really big and strong. Yeah. Like Jerome Bettis, like the former running back for the Steelers, they're like, man, that guy's a tank. Yeah, that guy's a tank, and then he just comes and blows you up right through the hole, right through your hole. Or let's see, who else would be considered a tank? What about? I mean, Mike Allstott. We brought him up before on this podcast. He's a he was yeah. an old school tank. What about um, Derrick Henry? He's a tank. Oh, he's a massive tank. What about Eddie Lacy's like? a really fat guy now so he's like probably a tank what about my guy um mike tolbert tolbert big tank fan for you there you were always on him i uh oh you were brought showing me a video the other day wasn't lendell white kind of like a tank lendell white was a tank and also wasn't that video great it was great hilarious fun tangent snake guess what last night or i guess what this morning it was (laughs) (laughs) guess what this morning was um what was this morning november 9th this morning was i don't know november 9th this morning was also what what what, were waiver wednesday oh waiver wednesday i just took a peek that looks like there was a battle over somebody we got some movement let's start with that battle the only pickup that had multiple bids was Samari Toure, who is Toure. One, of the last, one of the last receivers standing for the Green Bay Packers. He was their sixth or seventh round pick this year, I think. Um, caught a touchdown, what, a couple weeks ago? So I think a good pickup. It was between me and Jimbo. I put down five, and then Jim put a big 23, dropping Baker Mayfield, which is interesting. But Jimbo gets his guy. And a nice strong bid spending that money. I like it. I did not come away. I did not come away empty-handed on the waiver wire. I picked up Chig Akonkwu. Akonkwu. He's the rookie tight end for the Titans. And you know, I'm just I'm just mining those tight ends right now. That's my whole thing. But he's had a couple big plays this year. Uh, you know, I love Titans tight ends. Speaking of Janu. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if he can turn into anything, but just a big, like, athletic guy. Gooch picked uh, up Jacoby Brissett, dropped, you know, a couple week darling Rashid Shahid from the Saints. And uh, I don't really, he wasn't really looking for a running back. Maybe he's looking for some trade bait there, but, uh, you know, quarterbacks, you got to play them sometimes, right? So Jacoby yes. might be, might have some value at some point. And then Ernie Efritz 
with the old not even dropping someone pickup, but picked up the Titans in a good matchup this week against the Broncos. And I am playing Ernie. So is he playing the Titans against me? Hmm. Let us let us check. Waiver Wednesday. Man, I, every week, you guys, more power to you for finding waivers to claim so that we can talk about them because they are very important. Ernie currently does not have the Titans in. He's got the Eagles defense against the Washington Commanders, which I think is a good play too. So maybe it was more of a no one else pick up the Titans move or maybe he'll just consider it. We'll see what what the champ has in that old brain of his. I'm fading, Snake. Got to bring up the energy. Here we go. All right, bring it up, bring it up. Let's get excited. Which for me is apparently just kind of a volume increase. It's just about volume. So that is tanks. That is waiver Wednesday. Let's get into the ranks. Not a lot of movement. A couple spots have flip-flopped. But as always, we are going to start from bottom to top. Uh, at number 12 and 11 the bottom buddies staying right where they need to be scum and big t at number 10 probably deserving of a little move up but has not yet is big sneak number nine smith ben 08 dropping a spot number eight is jimbo taking that spot from ben Number seven, Stan put is Gooch. Number six, and maybe a little bit of a controversy, is Dason. Number five, dropping a spot is Hess. Our new number four is Doug. And then our top three, staying the same, Brendan at three, Eric at two, and undefeated Wade Yeely, Gee Buttersnaps, Gus, TT Show, Biz, Old Man, Wade, number one. Boy, all right. So heading into week 10, those are your current rankings, very similar to the uh, sleeper rankings. And my analysis, what I'm going to talk about here is I'm just going to focus on the playoffs. We are four weeks away. I think 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah. So four weeks have to be played for the playoffs. Firmly planted in the top and most likely not going to be moving is Wade Burn and Brandon. So those three spots are taken. Let's just say taken. that that's not going to change. Yeah, they're Liam Neeson. They're taken. One, two, yeah, three. they're taken, and uh, you're it's done. So there's no uh, change in that. We got four, five, and six. I predict that those will be taken by, in no certain order, but four, five, and six will be Gooch, Jimbo, and Doug. Okay. I'm going to say Doug for sure. I and then, then it gets hard. I'm going to say Gooch I agree with. And then I'm going to put, barring any major changes to his philosophy, I'm going to keep Hesse in there uh, as the sixth. Now, if he becomes a major seller at the deadline, obviously that changes. But I don't see that path for him. And I don't think he really should because – yeah, I think his roster's still there, at least the starters. So that's 
that's my sixth. Now, what about this little, little, now I'm just going to get crazy here because that's what we do. Let's get crazy. And I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about matchups, but it just popped into my head. Let's just say I beat Ernie this week. He goes to eight and two. Let's just say that happens. Love it. Let's say it. Something crazy. Justin Fields, 60 pointer again. Yeah. Next week he loses to Wade. He goes eight and three. Wow. Okay. Okay. Next week, because Jimbo's been rising, he loses to Jimbo, goes eight and four. Holy moly. (laughs) And then right before the playoffs, he loses to Big T, one of the bottom buddies, on all out blitz bonanza, and he goes eight and five. Does he does he drop out of the playoffs? (laughs) I would say likely not, because even at eight and five. Our other contenders for those spots have like four or five losses right now, and they are not likely to win out either. So if, even if he's eight and five and tied with a few teams, he's going to have the points lead, realistically. So no danger, but Ernie, watch out, because that's in the, in the atmosphere now. It's out there. Sneak Stradamus. Just fun sometimes to uh, have just have those little exercises, you know, because uh, you never know what's going to happen with uh, the Soup Face Sneak Inc. team. And uh, but again, it's uh, it's not going to happen. But that's my no, prediction also, for the, the remaining playoff spots is uh, it's going to be Doug, Gooch and Jimbo, the Fallers. Dason doesn't make it. Jesse doesn't make it. And Smith Benoway doesn't make it. I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, it is crazy that we talk about it. So four through ten right now are all either five and four or four and five. So it can go any way between those what six teams, right? And Ernie's catching me on a Ernie's catching on the on the Jets buy, which would if I don't have Michael Carter. If I had Michael Carter in here, I would be very confident in beating Ernie this week. Uh, no Jets this week? That's not fun. Let's, um, well, so I was going to ask you, you are in a unique position, right? Because you had been planning for the future. You were, had a rebuild in mind, but you're sitting at four and five. You are in contention. Whether you like it or not, you're there. Uh-huh. And looking at your team and your resources and also the state of the league, I think you could potentially, you don't have to say if you're going to or not, or if you even want to, but there's potential for you to make some moves. Actually, you have young assets and try to make a push where you wouldn't have to go all out. Obviously you wouldn't have to trade every young guy, every pick to get, you know, aging veterans that are good. You don't have to go trade for a Devonte Adams, for example, a 30 year old who's, you know, basically at his peak and probably a little past it. But if you were to sell something for a, a reasonable running back or two, you'd still have young assets. You'd still probably have picks. And then you'd be in a spot with Fields, with Olave, with um, you know guys obviously that have potential to peak each week. That's why you have four wins. Again, like it's not out of the question for you to be in the playoffs if you just make a couple moves that would necessarily derail your future plan. So I just think that's interesting where if we would have said this 
nine weeks ago. That would have been kind of ludicrous, right? Ludicrous. But things have fallen your way. And you can, you are in a position where you could potentially swing some of these ideas too, right? If you go for it and try to take one of those three remaining spots, that really, that's not good news for a, a Hesse, a Jimbo, a Gooch, a Ben, right? Right. If, or if you hang back, it, it's good for them to they, it increase their chances. But I just think it's interesting. It is and interesting. You say, my you say whatever you want to say about it. Yeah. My philosophy has just been I'm letting my team do what it's going to do. I'm not going to uh, trade any of my firsts or anything to try to sure. get – you know, that young running back or somebody that I can say, I'm going to go make a push. If it just so happens the way that my team is set up, then great. And then that means it's already halfway to being good next year. And then when I add a couple running backs in the draft, then I'll be happy. That's just been my philosophy. It's just, they've, my team has either outperformed or I've gotten up against my opponents in times of, uh, you know, a downfall or some sort of, injury or whatever it may be. So I'm just playing it that way. And I think that's how a lot of our rebuilders probably are thinking right now is we've all got some version of nice draft capital assets for next year. And there's, I think it's just important to right now, not to try to get rid of those picks and to just kind of stay the course uh, and hope that you can rebuild the team through drafting instead of just going to your Wades or your Ernie's or your Brandon's and being like, all right, well, here's a bunch of firsts and let me get some of these players and whatever. Like, I think that's what we've done in the past. I mean, I've done it to heck in the past and I'm just at the point to where I'm going to just stay in the farm and hope I make the right decisions and move forward that way. And I think that is one strategy in a way to make this league just continue to have that type of parity is not to just go to the top, the top three teams, but like, well, they've got all the players. I want some of those players and be like, okay, well, here's an insane amount of draft picks or other compensations to get my hands on Devonte Adams or Stefan Diggs or Najee or Mixon or, McCaffrey or whatever it may be like just let those teams do what they're going to do they've all got great draft capital themselves let's not keep let's not keep pounding it on there so maybe next year we've got four or five six teams that are really really good instead of just three I don't know yeah eventually all these guys have to age out right I think well, that's the ranks and a fun little discussion about Schneek's team in future. Uh, if you disagree with us, as we always like to say, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. Okay. You're just wrong. Just stay positive. That's okay. All right, let's take a break here, Schneek, and have a little word from one of our sponsors. This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak Show is brought to you by Sneak Sweets. That's right, folks. It's been a while, but we are back. It is holidays. We are through Halloween. We're getting into Thanksgiving, Christmas. Let's talk about candy. Let's talk about that bowl of fun treats that you keep on the table, that you keep by the TV for all of your guests. 
we're talking about greasy Christmas trees. Baby, it is cold. And with cold comes sicknesses. Some of your, whether it's you or your family or your kids, whatever it is, they got colds. They can be very stuffy uh, and crying and having all those late night issues that keep you from your sleep. So if you're working the next day, you're tired, you're going to work, you go to lunch, you're going to run some errands, maybe you're going to run over to Walmart, whatever it may be, you're going to buy a bag of Reese Christmas trees. It's literally misshaped Christmas trees. They are delicious. They will save you. Eat about seven of them. You'll feel way better. Schneek Sweets. And we're back. What a fun festive ad from Schneek Sweets. Kind of reminds me, Schneek, we talked about this yesterday. There is a gaping, huge hole in the market for festive Thanksgiving things. We, we go to Christmas. I love Christmas. I kind of love the fast forward. But along with socks and other festive clothing that, that's lacking in Thanksgiving, you don't really have a Thanksgiving Reese's. You get your pumpkins. You get your trees. Where's the Reese's turkeys? Right. That's so, That what a great point. I We need it. Reese's, if you're listening, come on the pod. Come on the pod and support us. Give us money. <laughs> That's going to be the new jingle for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Schnick, it's time to wrap up our Wednesday with hopes and dopes. But let's review last week. Another ho-hum 500 week for us. But overall in the season, we were both sitting at 9, 8, and 1. Okay. So not too bad. I had a hope of Terrace Marshall. And it was looking pretty bad right until the end there. But he caught a late touchdown. Ended up with 13 points. Was a good wide receiver three for Brandon, even though Brandon lost. But it was the right call. So, phew, nail biter on that one for me. I was wrong on the dope of Damian Pierce. Uh, big wrong. I thought that Eagles defense was going to be a little more stout. And also, I did not expect him to get 30 carries or whatever he got. So, um, good for T, good for Damian. He handled it well. He ran well. He ran tough, but got that one wrong. You had a hope call of Caleb Huntley which was unfortunately wrong. I think it would have been a little different if Cordero Patterson wasn't activated. That was maybe not like a surprise, but it really wasn't something that was, I thought it'd be one more week. So uh, tough there, but maybe a little injury asterisks for you. And then you had a dope call of Lamar Jackson. He only scored like 22, which was under his projections. And Really, if he didn't rush for 80 yards, he had a really bad game. Threw for one touchdown, 130 yards or so. So that's a true dope call and part of why Hesse lost to you. So not a bad week for us last week, I'd say. No, indeed. I love that. We're staying pretty fairly consistent. We're not uh, – we're running average and, and in the middle of the road, and that's all I can ever ask for. I'll start off. I'll start off this week. Try to get a little streak going again, and I think my hope call is a bad step towards that. But hey, I, I'm going. I'm taking big shots. Yes. And my my hope this week is Alec Pierce. So he had been doing well with Matt Ryan. 
since the Colts have made the switch to Sam Ellinger. It hasn't been good, but we've got a new coach, which always seems to do a little something in the locker room. People have a little bit of a pop, right? Once we get um, a new, a new head there. And then the Raiders defense is just bad. So I expect Al Pierce to have a fine day, maybe a long deep shot too, but uh, hope for Wade this week and Wade needs a flex because he cannot count on Clyde Edwards to layer. So Alec Pierce is my hope. Love it. Going with the rookie, going with uh, Wade's team. I don't know if he plays Alec Pierce, but if he's listening or if this somehow gets into his ears, think about it. Think about it. And then my dope this week. Unfortunately, Sneak is on your team. Sorry to say. Okay. And also, you're going to be surprised, or maybe not surprised. It's Chris Olave. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you, you've hated I, on him, and you've come own. around a little bit, but you're back to hating. Came around. I hoped on him and made that call a few weeks ago. But back to the dope this week. Um, I think that the, the Saints against the, the Steelers, the Steelers pass rush, is just going to get to Andy Dalton. The, the Saints had some injuries on their O-line last week, and I don't think there's just going to be much success through the air, at least in the intermediate to deep area where Chris Olave is really good. So I, I predict a lot more dump-offs to Alvin Kamara, you know, maybe a couple short things to Olave, but he's going to dope, especially to if Jarvis Landry comes back and just kind of has some competition for, for Olave. So that is my dope call this week on your team, and I am sorry to say. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I wholeheartedly disagree, and we will see who is correct there. But I appreciate you going over to the old Sneak Inc. team up against uh, Big Boss Dog Earn for this week. But my uh, my hopes and dopes, I'm going to, you know, I won. After hearing what you said, I was thinking about switching it up to give some uh, help out to the other teams in the league but i'm not switching up my dope call is on wade's team and that is nick chubb oh big call big call he's playing the dolphins he's a number five running back the dolphins are going to come out swinging their offense is amazing the browns are going to get down early the dolphins are going to tee off on the run and focus on stopping the running game because they don't really have the Browns don't really have much of a passing game. So Nick Chubb is going to have a major dope dud bad week. And that is my dope call for week 10, Nick Chubb. No, I don't hate it. And I actually was toying around with the, the Kareem Hunt hope call because I think he gets a little more involved, uh, which obviously siphons off a little bit from Chubb. They both will probably score, but we'll see. We'll see if Chubb actually dopes for what the first time this year, I would assume he's been very good. So I like that call I, though. Bold. My hope call. I have, I kind of, you know, after thinking about it, I'm going to say this is going to be on Brendan's team and it's going to be Deandre Swift. All right. This is a hope call for you, for me, for lots of people that actually invested and believed in Deandre Swift this year. Yeah, he uh, apparently, quote unquote, avoided any setbacks in week nine. The guy's apparently like made out of literally tissue paper, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's uh, playing against the Bears. Uh, could be a plus matchup, could be a weird lot of running, 
not a ground, a lot of not big play type of game, maybe. So I'm hoping that DeAndre Swift comes out and gets like 10 catches, 100 yards, and two touchdowns. All right. He's definitely not getting any carries. They just don't want to hand the ball off to him. So get him out in space, just throw him an 11-yard out route every series, and I'll be good. I did see a quote from Dan Campbell, I think today, today or yesterday, where they want to get him more involved, ramped up. Uh, because they were kind of treating him with kid gloves after the injury. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, he got a lot of the usage, what was it, week one, and then started to break down. So maybe we can at least get a resurgence of that before he breaks down again. But I do like the call. I think it's um, it's a good matchup for him to, uh, to do well. So DeAndre Swift, hope I'm in. Love it. That's the Wednesday. Sh- Wednesday, <laughs> jeez. That's the Wednesday. You see, when, when you try to put energy into your voice, that energy goes away from your brain. You can't talk no more. It's just a brain mouth energy whole uh, symbiotic relationship. It's just not working. Does it ever work though? I think people in our listener base would question that. So that's fair. Anyway, hope you guys have a great Wednesday. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow for matchups. And that's it, right? See, I that's lose it. what we do every All right. That's it. Let's figure out how we can say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Bye. Bye. excitement and energy in my voice the whole time you should do that